You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Welcome to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice, here with my co-host, Alyssa, Woo-hoo. and all her listeners out there. Yeah, my we- super fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, right? Yeah. Micah behind the glass. He's feeling under the weather today. We're sorry for you, Micah. We had almost three hours of sunshine today. Actually, it's been a lot more. It's been awesome. I know. The rain is just... Yeah. It was rainy last week when you were talking, right? Yes. Oof. It was rainy for like five days. It was more than five days. You're it right. Outrageous. It was ten. It was like <laughs> seven. It was somewhere in between. All right. You know what? We have a special guest, Rosie Glazer, today. Yes. Hello. I'm Rosie. <laughs> Hello, Rosie. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Well, it's great to be here. We'll learn more about you. At least I will. Alyssa already knows you. Micah, yes. Micah doesn't know you. Not yet. Well, we'll learn more about you and what you do, but, uh, well, what, 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 what's the happenings? Well, there's a lot happening. We're moving. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are moving right now. Yeah. Oops. Oh, yeah. It's the, uh, the campus kickout time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So CKO. It's so interesting. Living in a college town, so many leases end right when the summer starts, mm-hmm. and it's very stressful to move. This is the first move I've done not being in school. And not having the relief of being like, oh, I'm done with school. Now I can move. And nope, I just got to keep doing work and move at the same time. I remember that. I think a lot of uh, dorms will kick you out like the day of commencement. Yeah, it's true. But on the bright side, in about two weeks, Ark and Goodwill are going to be filled with some really great stuff. That's true. <laughs> it's the time to deal hunt. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It is. It you, is. Oh, from, for your stuff or you're going to go deal hunting after get, getting rid of a lot of stuff? Yeah, both. Yeah, both. Hmm. I feel like that's, to me, like whenever I get rid of items, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can get new stuff. I'm not like that yet, but I'm, mm-hmm. yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when you grow up. <laughs> when is that going to be, Alyssa? I don't know, but I keep mm-hmm. waiting. And wow. every year you get less and less mature. Mature. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's erroneous. Just, just kidding. I don't even know what that word means. So. Erroneous? Nope. Hmm. Yep. I'll write it down. You can look it up after the show. <laughs> In my blood, I don't have a pen. Well, why did you bring a notebook with no pen? For my notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've prepared. Yes. Oi. We just had a record. Well, it wasn't a record week of rainfall, but it was a long week in northern Colorado of clouds and rain and mm-hmm. dampness and i even say dank it was just dank for a week it was dank for a week see mm-hmm. yep and rosie's from chicago so are, did you feel right at home with the dreariness <laughs> you know i did except i feel like this time of year in chicago is so like blossoming and bright because you've just come from this really really intense deep winter and you know because you're from the midwest as well Nick. Mm-hmm. um the, the winter is just awful like it's so dreary you don't see the sun for days at a time so it did kind of feel like that it definitely had me listening to some nostalgic playlists and oh that's good getting, you know yeah i felt right back home in indiana and mm-hmm. i mean once you've been out here for over 10 years now 
you get used to the and it's even the sun gone for a day or two impacts yeah and it's like I uh, I want some sunshine I want some sunshine and then it becomes a need. Mm-hmm. Um, Imagine how us locals feel. <laughs> I felt like it felt like yeah. the apocalypse. It was terrible. Yeah. I was freaking out. It was not a pleasant week. We did get a lot of moisture, which is good. Mm-hmm. And due to my studying for this. Series 66, um, I have not touched my yard once. I go out every, like, 10 minutes when it's dry and, and do some weeding and stuff. Um, but mm. I am now embracing the power of no mow May. Because, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody told me last week. I don't remember who it was. But shout out to them who told me about no mow May. I like saying it fast. It sounds yep. fun. <laughs> um, it looks like a jungle. and But there are benefits. It's now a social media wave of no mow May. Um, to help the dandelions and other natural plants grow so the bees can be uh, pollinating things that need to be pollinated for a flourishing spring and summer blossom. Um, mm. So that's my excuse. I'm doing it for the bees. It's for the that's planet. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawnmowers are scary. I've never mowed a lawn. You want to come mow mine? <laughs> it's no mow May, Nick. Ask me again in June. I have to mow before a barbecue <laughs> I'm hosting on Memorial Day. But my neighbor's son is looking for a job. Um, mm. So she's like, hey, because uh, actually she messaged me today and said, mm-hmm. I just I, I, I commandeer her dog mm. throughout the mm-hmm. week to take him on walks because it gets me out of my study rut mm-hmm. and uh, gets me out moving and active. And plus I get to you know hang out with a dog and that's fun sometimes. Shout out to that dog. Yeah. Wow. Albert Capone is his name. <laughs> Shout out Al. Yeah. Mm. If you're listening. Oh, yeah. He's not. <laughs> but he's a good boy. He's a, he's a good one. Um, but anyway, she said, yeah, I couldn't make it home. And, and uh, her son built her a really nice big like deck chair in, in shop or something at his school. Wow. Brought her home today. I said, hey, does he want to build me a new um, outdoor table because mine is broken now well the glass top shattered over the winter and then i dropped it and then there was glass everywhere and it was it was hazardous for quite a while but everything is cleaned up now but i need a better and new and improved outdoor dining table well he could build it at the new library because Mm -hmm. they have a wood shop that's pretty neat i know we went to the grand opening this past weekend and it was crazy i can't believe that library I haven't been in yet. I've seen – I was in there more as uh, when it was under construction. It's called The Link in downtown Greeley. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's just fantastic looking. A lot of inspiration from Weld County as the architecture and, and, and uh, kind of paintings. And what do they call those, like, lumpy things on the wall? Sculptures. Okay. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quiet. But it's beautiful. It mm-hmm. it felt it felt really futuristic in there. Like they have a VR center station thing. There was yeah, there was a like a podcast studio, like a video yeah. recording. You studio. can record commercials. Mm-hmm. There. That's fantastic. I know yeah. they have a three D printing room, a mm-hmm. shop. It's really what's the stand for again? L I N C. Um, it's something library innovation. and innovation center, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's fantastic. It's kind of a like a new concept for libraries and. Yeah. Good for downtown Greeley. Uh, Matt Hort, I'm going to have him on the show, actually, because he's the executive director over there, got to spearhead that. Um, but I can't wait to go see it. Yeah, you've got it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It'll change your life. There was a little kid running around when we first got in, and he was saying, he, he was like, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And he was just like running as fast as he could, which probably don't do in a library, but well, whatever. You said it was like something you've never seen in your life. Why didn't you run and <laughs> join him? Who's in the to excitement, say we didn't. yeah, we were we were running even faster than I smoked him. Mm-hmm. And you say I'm not mature. <laughs> I know you're not mature. What? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Inimitable. <laughs> yeah, or so says your future tattoo. Yeah, 
It's true. I will declare it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Stop sassing me. <laughs> I know now there's two of me. It's awesome. It's true. That's um, not fair at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, other things that have happened, I don't even know what's going on. It was Mother's world. Day? It was Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Actually, I participated in a three-day hot broads and dad bods hockey tournament. Oh, nice. how'd that go? It was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, six teams competing, you know, Friday evening all the way through Sunday. Um, played five games in less than 48 hours, and my body still hurts. I mean, it was just, oi. But it was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of new people. Got to reconnect with a lot of people that I had Ooh. fallen out of touch with, and was then convinced to join a second hockey league, um, and which is good. I used to play three nights a week, and I was in the best shape of my life. And one Ooh. night a week doesn't really cut it. So um, anyway, it was a fun weekend and raised money for four different charities um, through this uh, tournament. But yeah, my body was wrecked. Wrecked. Well, I can relate to that because I did a bunch of arm wrestling on Mother's Day, and I'm extremely sore. It's true. That is exactly saw like hockey. I did. Yeah. I did. It is. It's a full – the way I arm wrestle, it's a full body workout. And then I did thumb Meaning wrestling too. she cheats. <laughs> Not cheat. I use my full body weight if I am losing. And both arms. Yes. And but I still didn't win. So Yeah, it's true. Karma. Mm-hmm. I guess. Wow. Yeah, got beaten by a 15-year-old. Yep. It's embarrassing. Well, you tried, right? Yeah. You've always claimed to be very um, weak in the arms. That's why you justified not being able to carry a lot of things when you worked for me at the orchestra. So why did you think that you were going to win an arm wrestling tournament? I have what I call auxiliary strength. It's like <laughs> Is when, it something you've made up? No. It's no, when... No, it's a science. Yes, it's a what, science. A fight or flight? No. It's like, you know... Yes, in a sense. See? If a kid was trapped under a car, mm-hmm. yeah. I could lift the car. Okay, let's try this. I actually, about once every three months, I make Rosie lay on the ground, and I make sure that I could lift them up if we were in a, we had a fire. A car? Yeah. No, oh, the I lift Rosie up. For the listeners out there, in case you don't know, Alyssa and I are roommates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're best friends of since we were 18. Yes. So, yeah. So about time. six weeks. Yeah. Ha ha. Maybe less. Oh. Just kidding. That's a joke. So that's interesting. Do you have this, like... On a calendar that just reminds you to do this, like a fire drill in a school? No, it's like an internal panic I get about <laughs> randomly where I just believe our house could burst into flames. And I get scared and I just have to make sure if Rosie is limp on the ground, <laughs> pass out from all the smoke. I'm serious. I And we live upstairs, so I'd have to throw their limp body down the stairs yeah. and then grab our cat thank god our fish died i think this would be wow Alyssa, that's dark lot, well there's a lot of factors she would boil alive it's better for her to go this way you know fish don't feel things so is it just slowly how do you know i don't well science Alyssa. wait um gosh. they just that's why they slowly boil and they don't really get affected by it but there are sea creatures who are sentient boom like octopi like our Octopuses. fish mm-hmm. dolphins our Squids? I don't, like I don't know. But I had a business idea once. I don't know if I shared it on Nick Snacks that I would love to purchase a giant squid and be able to house it somewhere. And then every week just chop off oh, one of its yeah. tentacles and have fresh squid seafood. And then it can regrow its tentacles. And that's just a sound investment, I think. Peter, come get him. Yeah. Come on. I, I if I believe is, my fish right could boil, imagine how I feel about you cutting off an octopus's limb. They, they regrow their limbs. It's better than trophy hunters going out there just to stick it on a wall. I mean, that would smell. But I don't know. It feels cruel. It reminds me of the story of the person who's always pushing the rock up the hill. That's going to be the... 
Squid. Mm-hmm. That's you and your squid. squid. And okay, where am I going to put that. a squid? Anywhere near here. You're right. All right. right. Let let him dream, people. Let him dream. All right. (laughs) More of Nick's dreams coming up in segment two. Now we'll be back with Rosie Glazer, Alyssa, and maybe Micah will participate. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nick Snacks, co-hosted by Alyssa Sanchez, Woo. produced by Micah Kilpatrick. Here in the Aloe Fiber Studios, special guest Rosie Glazier here today. Glazer? Glazier. Glazer, like laser. Glazer. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of Dodgeball, which they're coming mm-hmm. out with a second movie where it says, meet my team. This is Blade. Laser. Blazer. <laughs> what? Are you excited by this? I don't know. Have you I'm, seen Dodgeball? Nope. It's I'm, pretty entertaining. I'm going to be honest. When I was a kid, it was one of my favorite movies. That's nothing to be ashamed of. It's, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little envious. My older brother has a radio show out in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of sports things. Ooh. And Alyssa's face is this just... This is a family business? It's not a family business. It's a family enterprise. It is. <laughs> got it. Um, we're always competing. He's probably got... Uh, a lot more listeners because it's sports oriented and he's mm-hmm. always out there with sports things. He's, he's mm-hmm. also made it on TV. So, wow. Darn. I've well, been we on talk TV. talk about sports today. Mm, eh. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Um, now I lost, oh, he had uh, the person who played Champ Kind from Anchorman on his show wow. in studio a few weeks ago. Um, he was doing a comedy show in Fort Wayne and somehow got him uh, got him in there. So that's pretty neat. Oh, we were talking Chicago earlier. This is yeah. how my brain works. And, well, you guys all know this if you've been longtime listeners. Uh, Chicago is having today what is called a pneumonia front, which the temperature is going to drop from like 80 to 50 in a span of minutes. <gasps> wow. What? Yeah. It doesn't actually give you pneumonia. Um, they wanted to clarify that before mm-hmm. people start panicking. Uh, but, yeah, there's a, there's a cold front coming South from Lake Michigan, and yeah, they go from summer-like weather to freezing. Well, not freezing, but very frigid in a matter of minutes. Why is it called a pneumonia front? Well, I read that in an article, and I can't remember. Explain I think it's because of such the drastic change in temperature. Mm. For clarity, is it pneumonia or ammonia? Pneumonia. Pneumonia. With a silent P. Mm -hmm. Pomonia. (laughs) Petunia. If you ever get sick and tired, this is just something I do for fun. Um, sometimes I do this with people I know, too, um, or don't know, is uh, when they ask me my name, you know, I always ask, you know, if it's um, Ashley, okay, is that with two E's and E-Y? I don't know. I'm just curious because um, there are so many unique spellings. And they're like, well, how do you spell your name? N-I-C-K? And I said, no, there's a silent K in front. And they're like, really? No. But if you ever get a telemarketer or you're annoyed by somebody, um, you know, you can just throw out those different mnemonics to mess with them. Hey, my last name is uh, Kenny, K as in night, E as in euthanasia. Um, <laughs> just kind of go with it from there. It's a good idea. It's <laughs> yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. Maybe not euthanasia, but uh, eucalyptus could have been mm, a better choice. Mm-hmm. I like euthanasia. I think it's clever. For a while when I was a child, I thought euthanasia meant kids in Asia. <laughs> Not good. What? Why? I didn't know what it was. Well, either way. That's better than the alternative. Well, it depends if an animal is sick and ailing. Mm. Yep. Like okay. 
Anyway, Alyssa, why don't you introduce our guest? Okay. This is Rosie Glazer, who is my roommate and my best friend. And Rosie works for an organization called Donations for Dignity, which provides free period products and other things to people. And it's really awesome. Rosie. Let's Thank you hear for more that, about it. For that lovely introduction, Alyssa. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, a cat oatmeal would be really proud. He would. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm a current master public health candidate over at the Colorado School of Public Health. I study community health education. Uh, as an undergrad student, I created a free menstrual product provision program called Project ME, which really ignited my passion for addressing period poverty. Thus, what led me into my current role as a director of resource provisions for Donations for Dignity. Uh, on the side of that, I do some uh, contracted data analysis work, and I also, gosh, I do one other thing, and ITA. <laughs> ITA. Uh, yeah, my my uh, co-teacher would be proud of me for forgetting that. Um, I am a teaching assistant for a class over at UNC as well. Oh, so a TA. Yes. Not an ITA. No, I am a TA. I am a TA. Yep. Well, uh, yeah. Yep. ITA, ITA is short for ITA. Mm-hmm. Yep. I it's teacher's true. assistant. Not to be confused with ETA. Estimated time of arrival. You got it. Or yeah. ET. Ooh. Extraterrestrial. I've never yeah. seen that. <gasps> Me Oof. either. What the hell am I surrounded <laughs> by? <laughs> Micah, is there an evacuate button where we can get the... Sorry, Alyssa, pretend this is an emergency and drag Rosie out of here. <laughs> like I said, it's only auxiliary strength. I don't have any today. Oh. Yeah. So I feel you- like of the two of us, I have the day-to-day strength. Like, I'll open the jars... Yeah. And but I, I do know if there was ever like an emergency situation, Alyssa's the one to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. Have has anyone here ever been in that fight or flight moment? Like oh, in life? Yes. Like countless times. Yeah. What about oh, really? you? Yeah. Like Have you? I, uh, a couple times. A lot of times as a manager of a Pizza Hut, there were mm. a lot of people thought Pizza Hut had a lot of money in robbing us and stuff. Strange. Well, we both worked yeah. at Pizza Hut. Yeah, we did. That's something we share in common. It is. That it's one of sense. our many similarities. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when I got robbed? Oh, yeah. Rosie oh, wow. got robbed. At, when I was working over in the university center, and it was during COVID, and they had, like, limited people in the office, uh, this guy, like, came in, and it was it was a whole situation. But, yeah, essentially, I got robbed in the office. Oh, my goodness. Scary. But, you know, there's also a third trauma response. So there's, uh, like, fight, flight. Um, fawn, and then also freeze. There are four, I guess. Oh, yeah, three. freeze. Mm-hmm. Strike, scream, What's fawn? run. Fawn is kind when of When you like lay down a, and curl up like a baby doe? In a sense, <laughs> like mentally, you know? <laughs> I like Rosie. She's very, in a sense, we can manipulate that to make sense. It's very TA. Mm-hmm. Teacher mode. Mm-hmm. That's TM. ITA, you mean. Ha ha, everybody make fun of Alyssa. <laughs> Wow, we're just going to be passing it around. I was the target in the first segment. Alyssa's the target in the second segment. Uh, Next segment's Rosie. Uh. <laughs> Alfon. So anyway, um, where where is this place of business where you work, and how mm-hmm. do people donate? And how how does this get disseminated into the commonwealth of people who need these products most. Yeah, absolutely. So like Alyssa mentioned, um, we do a lot of work with creating access to period products or menstrual hygiene, menstrual products. It's interesting. The vernacular is really moving away in the field from using the word hygiene when referring to menstrual or period products. Um, So that's just something to know. But yeah, we do create a lot of access to menstrual products, uh, general hygiene products like soap, laundry sheets, other pieces, and diaper products. So if anybody wants to learn more about us or get involved, we are actually looking for volunteers right now to support us in 
putting together first period kits, um, as well as doing a couple of other things. So feel free to follow us on social media at Donations for Dignity or check out our website, donationsfordignity.org. Hmm. Rosie works from home. It's I do. Awesome. It's so lovely. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alyssa's just so proud of you. Look at her smiling after everything she says about you. It's true. And that was just very basic. Rosie works well, from home. You asked where this place of business is located. Oh, that's fair. Our house. That's fair. Well, yes. not really, but... But otherwise, we are a Colorado-based uh, community initiative, so that's another distinction as well. We're not technically an organization, but we are a community initiative, um, so we like seek to serve the people in Colorado, and everyone who works there uh, is based in Colorado, which I think is, is really it like cool. a nonprofit? Are you set up as a nonprofit? Not necessarily. We do have, uh, like, we're really focused on creating, like, public-private partnerships. So mm. at the moment, we're a community initiative, but we do a lot of work with, uh, like, other orgs, and we kind of do some coalition building type of stuff. Hmm. I am uh, just fish out of water with this information, as I'm sure most listeners are and most men yeah, well, if you have any questions, I don't know if this is a space for it, but happy to answer anything. I feel like especially with conversations around period poverty and like menstrual equity, uh, sometimes it can be kind of like an isolating conversation. So always here to provide any responses if you have any. Yeah, oh I gosh. feel like a, a big part of Rosie's job is uh, removing the stigma and the fear around asking questions around like menstruation and menstrual equity and just making it something that's easier to talk about and yeah. also something that everybody everybody should know about. You know, everybody should. It affects so many people and there are so many people that don't have access. It's like a basic right, just like food or anything else like that, you know? Hmm. We'll get into more of that and maybe what other health issues might arise if these products products aren't available. Um, to the, was that, that product poverty? Is that uh, what you call period it? poverty. That's it. Yes, there we go. Stay tuned for more of Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break. I'm your wise man, baby. Ain't here to cool you down. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks here in the I. I have the tiger. Aloe Fiber Studios. Good. Sometimes Mike is really good at editing these things out. Other times, we just run with it. There's no turning back. Yeah. At my high school, every single Friday, they would play Eye of the Tiger as we left the building. Mm. Rosie and I had the same mascot in high school, the Tigers. We did, yes. So we were fated to be BFFs. Wow. All these things just coming together for you two. Yes, it's true. Where did you two meet? We met at a, an event at UNC called uh, Nor- Northern, at night. Night. Northern at Night. It was a like a carnival out on the field, and one of Rosie's roommates, who is now one of our best friends as well, Jen, we went to high school together, but we uh, weren't... Genevieve. Yes, Genevieve. Mm-hmm. We weren't Familiar. friends in high school at all. It was so weird. We had all the same friends, but she and I just never... We never we never really talked at all, and then we all decided to go to this event together, and we have all three been literally inseparable since. Well, so. Jen's overseas, so... No, Jen's home. Jen's home. For the mm-hmm. summer. For the summer. It's Woo. crazy. Wow. It's awesome. Is she staying with you guys? Not right now. Um, she might stay with us for the summer, but her sister's getting married, and she's she's got a lot going on. That girl's hard to... She's doing a million things all the time. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Wow. Yep. Well, more about period products. 
you could ask me when the show started three years ago last week actually wow i can't believe I've congratulations not, i don't know next snacks has been around oh and listeners we are going for best podcast in northern colorado this mm-hmm. year um that's put on by no coast style magazine i think i think so um, anyway, so when those come out, we're going to need your votes because we actually got, I think, third last year without even doing anything. And this year we're going to go crazy because last year they said, and I don't know if they were serious, but they said if we win, they'll get an ice sculpture of us. That's true. That was when we had them on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I would rather a gold statue. No, gold's just tacky. Yeah. yeah. Plutonium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's that's very risky. Well, even what about better. Sterling silver, classy. Mm-hmm. No, nothing pleases you today. <laughs> I know. I'm in a weird mood. Oh yeah. Maybe it's because of the planets. I don't know. I'm just studying all the time. Yeah, I get that. I just had my last final today for the semester for epidemiology, and mm-hmm. I think it went terribly. So we'll see how that shakes out. Oof. But yeah, studying is tough. It is. It's just exhausting. Mentally exhausting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I'm not in school. <laughs> <laughs> the silence. <laughs> I just gave her the death glare. If you could yeah. have seen the look that I gave her. Anyway, um, so about, again, a thousand. I don't know if I'd ever be talking about this on a radio show. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure there's a lot of health risks when these lady events. Mm-hmm. Is that how most people talk about it when they're uncomfortable? Yeah, you could just like say that. menstruation. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm using my hands. <laughs> yes, um, listeners, Nick is using his hands in like a like a circular gesture. It's kind of confusing. Yes. But I'm so glad that you're opening the space to talk about it. Because, like Alyssa mentioned, um, a really important part of this health topic is just normalizing the conversation around it. So, listeners, I hope this doesn't make you feel uncomfortable at all, because uh, it's really important information. But essentially, uh, if somebody doesn't have access to these products. Gosh, a whole slew of health events can happen. Increase of urogenital infections, uh, something called absenteeism, which is essentially where somebody isn't able to go to school or to work because they don't have access to products. Mm. And really interestingly, nationally, about one in 10 menstruating youth do not have consistent access to products, which directly impacts their access to education. Uh, When we look at it in the context of the workforce as well, in Colorado, the place where I work, Donations for Dignity, recently commissioned a study in 2022 of about 1,200 menstruating people, and we found that about 47% of Coloradans reported experiencing period poverty, which is really significant because for those individuals, if they are in school or if they are in the workforce, that's directly impacting their ability to show up and engage fully in either their education or at work. Hmm. Yeah. So, Rosie, what are your... What are these initi- what do these initiatives look like? Are you providing period products directly to people or are you providing them to businesses? What's the yeah. what's the path that your organization Great question. takes? So I'm going to back up for a second and define the term period poverty, which is an inability to access uh, both products and education. So to answer your question, uh, we like to provide education to essentially everybody that we can around what period poverty is and how to address it. And We also do provide products to individuals. We provide it to organizations. Uh, We do a lot of work with food pantries and creating access for them. Um, And... Yeah, it's kind of twofold in that way, which is really interesting. And I think something that's frequently looked over is this importance of creating access to not only the products, but also the education that goes along with it. So that way, somebody who's receiving the products knows how to properly use it in a way that like ensures that they have the most optimal health possible. Is this taught in schools? 
Like, uh, that's a really good question. It depends on where you went to school. So in Colorado, um, if there is a public school that provides, like, sexual health education, they do have to do it in a comprehensive way. But if somebody goes to a charter school or another place, I come from Illinois, so uh, my education around what a period is was super... Uh, <laughs> you know, let me just say they like separated people from like, like based on gender in different rooms. And then my teacher was really uncomfortable talking about it. So she was just like, something happens. Here's a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. Yeah, it, it was really it's I think it for a lot of young people, it can feel really, you know, daunting to go through something like that, that already feels so stigmatized and hopefully less stigmatized yeah. now than when we were kids. But, you know, you don't know who to ask and you don't mm-hmm. if the people you're asking are uncomfortable, then that makes you feel even worse. Yeah. And if you don't have access to something that feels like it should be, you know, something you need to literally mm-hmm. function, then it it feels even worse. So it's colleges true. can give out free condoms at the health center. Just go in and grab a handful. Do they mm-hmm. do that for tampons and UNC does now. Thanks, Rosie. Nicely (laughs) done, Rosie. In 2019, I created an initiative called Project ME, which stands for Project Menstrual Equity. Alyssa was there for the whole experience. It started in my bedroom and at a workplace called the Center for Peer Education at the time, now the Office of Health Promotion. And essentially, uh, I don't even know how to explain its trajectory, but let me just start with now all of the dispensers on UNC's campus have been converted from a cost system to a free system in restrooms, as well as when I left my workplace, the Center for Women's and Gender Equity, we had given out about 40,000 units of product to UNC students in three years, which is really significant. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so at universities now, at least at UNC and at a lot of other universities in Colorado, students are able to access free products either at UNC through the Center for Women's and Gender Equity or uh, on other campuses. Typically, it's through a food pantry. I have a series of questions. I don't know if I should go into them. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. some are ridiculous, but some sure. are also probably helping to, oh gosh, maybe clear all the minds of men who have literally no idea yeah, what's going on down do. there. I have a background in, I was a pure sexual health educator for a few years, as well as my background and what I'm studying now is really in gender exacerbated health disparities and reproductive health. So ask away. All right. First of all, hope guys pay attention because we all might learn something. First, can cycles sync? That's a really great question, Mm. and the answer is no. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So TV's lied to us for years. Not necessarily, but let me tell you this. So the average menstruating person gets their cycle every 28 days. They bleed for about three to five days, and cycles can be kind of infrequent, right? So people can, quote-unquote, sync up, but typically it's not like your bodies are, like, in tune with each other. It's just a game of chance. Uh, Shame on television true (laughs) see they're spreading false news false information when else have they done that well yep anyhow all right we have a few minutes left in this segment let's get another one out there what's the difference between a tampon and a maxi pad that's a really good question or are there mini pads um, yeah. You can just, yeah, there are different sizes of pads. So I feel like the biggest distinction is that a tampon is something that has like a either a plastic applicator or a cardboard applicator that involves like an insertion process. Whereas a pad is something that you just unfold and you put it in like the lining of your underwear and then it catches menstrual blood that way. Hmm. There are also other options like menstrual cups, menstrual discs. Um, Those yeah. are sustainable products so mm-hmm. you can reuse them with proper cleaning. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Do you have any other quick questions? No, that was about it. Cool. It's pretty good. Oh, yes. Oh, no, there are more, but we'll do that after this break. Perfect. I think there's like two more to erase the stigmas. Then we're coming back with Alyssa with what's going on astrologically. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. More Nick Snacks. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Nick Snacks. Shout out to the Tigers in the room from their high schools. This was one of the um, songs that we'd play in pep band in high school for oh, basketball nice. games. It unites us all. It does. There are a lot of great ones. Mine was Katy Perry's Roar. Mm. My high school loved that because Katy Perry performed at my high school. Wow. So, yeah. Mm. Just got to slip that one in. That's neat. Yeah. While awesome. you were there? Yes, I was. It was, uh, we did, there was a big competition to do like a music video lip dub thing. Mm. And my high school won. And then they came, Good Morning America filmed it. I was on Good Morning America briefly. Wow. Yeah. We had to get up at four in the morning. It was Alyssa crazy. was destined for stardom. Yeah. That was the start of me chasing wow. this moment. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I was on uh, Good Morning America, but I was just one of those idiots waving and smiling at 5 a.m. outside of the studio. Awesome. Was it for any? particular occasion or was it just for fun uh the choir um from my college was performing in carnegie hall so we had some time to uh to explore the city and that's what you did in the big apple well what else did we do i don't remember a lot of that trip which is a bummer you know unc choirs just performed at carnegie hall this past weekend congrats to all the congrats to all the students it uh, seemed like a great success mm -hmm. it was it said it was the most attended concert of the season so far 2300 people in carnegie hall Wow, what a sacred space. Oh, that's amazing. I, um, I, uh, uh, two good friends of mine and roommates, um, we had performed for one of uh, my buddy's recitals, this really silly um, trio uh, about omelets, cheese omelets. And we were singing in French and Mm. it was just silly. It was nonsense, but it was a lot of fun and entertaining. So we performed that in Carnegie. We weren't in Carnegie Hall. We were just in the wings waiting to Aww. go on stage, but we say that we, we performed a trio in Carnegie. And you did. That's We amazing. just have to stipulate that it wasn't Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Carnegie Wings, Carnegie, everyone. yes. Carnegie, 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 you know, storage locker. It wasn't that, but what an experience. It's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm due for another trip to New York. That's the only time I've been. I know. I'm feeling yeah. very... Jealous of everybody that got to go. It looked like it was really cool. They took a cruise around the oh yeah something. I don't we know. I'm that. sensing uh, Nick Snacks goes to New York episode live from New York yes. City. It's Nick Snacks. <laughs> yes. Wow. We probably have better ratings than SNL every now and again. Yes. It's I not, would say so. Not as good anymore. Womp womp. There was a. I, I, I lied. I, I've been in New York twice. The second time was after a cruise that my parents had provided for us to celebrate their 35th wedding anniversary. I think. Wow. Maybe 30th. And uh, anyway, my brother, they, my parents went on another cruise right after we got back. But, you know, my brother, older brother drove me, his wife, my little brother and me home. I think I already said that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he took the wrong turn. We wound up in New York City and, and just, you know, seven lanes one way. Then trying to like I had to, it was, was before smartphones really existed. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had my little flip phone, my LG that. You know, could live through anything. Mm. Um, had to had to download the the app that you know tell what us how to it, get like home. Oh my, uh, no, I don't know what it was. Mm. Um, but my older brother was so frustrated. His wife was yelling at him. I thought he was in a we were going to die, and he's like, "I'm so effing ticked off. I just want to pull over and beat somebody up." But I'll have to drive a while to find somebody I could actually beat up. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, some of our memories from. Yeah, he's the radio host too. Wow. Yep. I'll talk no game. <laughs> mm, clearly. Yep. Anyhow, um, we are back to to uh, wrapping up our period talk with Ooh. Rosie Glazer. And uh, our, my last question, so we talked a little bit about um, whether cycles could sink. Turns out they can't. Um, and and the, the equipment, the tools, the products that are needed, mm-hmm. what's a heavy flow day? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I mean, I have an idea. I know what it means, but yeah. So it's recommended that somebody changes their products every four to six hours. So on a heavy flow day, somebody would change their products more frequently. And I think this is also really important. Do you to- have a warning of like when it's no, full? you have to. Mm-mm. No, essentially not. You kind of just have to keep an eye on it. Do you feel it? Yeah, typically mm-hmm. you can. <laughs> Keep um, her whispering that. <laughs> All the ASMR lovers are going to freak out. <laughs> um, yeah, you can feel it. But you know what? Sometimes you can't. And I think this is a really interesting part of the conversation as well as a lot of people don't realize how many products it takes to manage a period. I think of the story of NASA and there was uh, a woman that they had sent to space and they gave her 100 tampons and she was going to space for like a month, <laughs> which is funny if you are aware of so, that. Yeah. So not 100. Um, yeah, not 100, but still a significant amount. And maybe it was even less than a month. But um, all that to say is, yeah, there isn't really like a, a marker. It's just kind of something you have to figure out how to feel for. Hmm. That is interesting on all the, you know, Females in submarines and what they need in the yeah. submarine who are out at sea for months at a time or even again in the Navy and space. Yeah, huh. that's it's just true. A, hmm. And it's another important part to think about because not only do you need access to the products, but you also need a place to be able to like to comfortably change your products and mm-hmm. dispose of them. So for people who are maybe experiencing houselessness or, or something of that sort, the barriers are even higher because you need a, a consistent place to be able to change your products as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. When I uh, took my last exam, uh, there was this fun little tent set up, and there were a lot of us there. And a lot, like, anyone know what this is? What's it for? Do is it a photo booth? Do we get our pictures taken after the exams? And uh, this woman comes by. She's like, "I'm just going to drop this here." I go, "Do you mind if I ask what this is?" She goes, "Oh, it's a it's a pumping station." Oh, cool! So they you know accommodated her pumping um, with this really. It, it looks like one of those photo booths you used to get in, at, you know, at the arcade and stuff, and put mm-hmm. in a couple bucks and get those pictures. It was about that size. You just go in there and pump. Yeah, very yeah. just isolated and <laughs> claustrophobic, but yeah, you do what you got to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Rosie, thank you so much for the insights. Thanks for asking probably questions that many people like me have always wanted to ask without having an opportunity. And I thrive in uncomfortable situations. Good. So uh, hopefully that cleared things up. (laughs) Alyssa, we're to you now with the signs. Yes. Okay. I saw the sign. Can you play that at the end of the show, Micah? Yeah, Micah. Thank you. (laughs) Please. Um, So this week is we've been with the eclipses and everything that's been going on. A lot of people have been feeling like they've just kind of been going and going like, Trying, striving to be the best versions of themselves and trying to do what they can. And this week is all about slowing down. So this week, Jupiter, which is the planet that rules new possibilities and, you know, new beginnings and going after what you want, is moving from Aries, which is a very passionate sign, to Taurus, which is... It is to Taurus, which is ruled by Venus, which is all about like the sweeter things in life. So it's all about slowing down, taking stock of what you have, relaxing, finding luxury and things like that. So that happens on Wednesday. And then we have a new moon in Taurus on Friday, too, which is really exciting. So same thing. Um, new beginnings. It feels like you're kind of starting over, but with this with less urgency. It's a really good time to take, you know, spend time with your friends, like spend time outside, take stock of kind of what you have now stop trying to grow quite so quickly and then on sunday we enter gemini season which is really exciting i think it's been a nice taurus season taurus is very homebody very you know 
luxury and all that mm. stuff. And a lot has happened with Taurus and the various planets entering Taurus, which I think Jupiter hasn't been in Taurus for like a decade. So it's it's really interesting that that's going to happen. And Jupiter in Taurus with a full moon in Taurus hasn't happened in like a century. So mm. it's it's really a good time to, I think, I know I'm feeling it. I'm sure a lot of people are. I'm feeling like today in particular, I felt like I, like suddenly I like, you know, when you're running and you trip, and you're just like, oh, I got, I'm running a little bit too fast. That's how I felt today. I think I've been going and going, and now I'm realizing I'm maybe mo- trying to go a little bit too quickly. Hmm. So we've all been there, especially after COVID. We just went right back mm-hmm. into the busy bees and almost, and then some. Mm-hmm. But now that the, the, I guess COVID's over. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be with us forever as a, as a virus to you know deal with. But you know, the national emergency is is all gone. Mm-hmm. But people are. I think people were happy during that time of of mm-hmm. quiet, whether how much they, they didn't want it or protested it. It was really nice to be around those you cared about mm-hmm. and taking really a lot of value in, in when you get to spend moments with people. I remember even going home for Christmas that year was really special just to see family and Zoom and Skype with them on a regular basis. And now I don't even do that anymore. So uh, we're right back where we started BC before COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's a good reminder to slow down. Yeah. Rosie, thank you so much for all of your wisdom about the the, the, the periods and <laughs> those lady things. Um, shout out to Micah, who was silent this entire show. Wow. Co-host Alyssa, and I'm Nick. Tune in next week for an all-new Nick Snacks, and that's our cutoff. <laughs>